Well, hello and welcome back to the Framey World podcast. I'm your host, Leanne McDuff, and this is episode 18. The Framey World podcast is born out of my passion and desire to encourage and inspire the world around me. I'm a writer, an artist, I design and sell inspirational prints and stationery and lots of other goods through Framey World. And I write and I write fiction and blog posts. I have a YouTube channel and I've just launched a Patreon account. For more information on me on the business, over at framiaworld.co.uk. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, so I'd love to meet you there. The podcast is a mix of me chatting and sharing my journey behind the scenes of running a business, creating art lifestyle content but also interviews with amazing women from different spheres of life hold up a frame into their world that will then in turn inspire you in yours without further ado let's get into today's episode i sit down and chat with a friend and colleague of mine jessica jones who is also a gamer and we chat games books and all of the above i'm excited i hope you enjoy Oh, and listen close for all those Animal Crossing fans out there. I am also a big Animal Crossing fan, so there is definitely some Animal Crossing chat to be had today. Welcome, Jess. How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for coming. I am super excited about today's chat because I've recently got into playing more games and... um, it's quite exciting to be able to speak to a fellow gamer. So yeah, I've just been getting into games with being at home a lot more. So yeah, I thought it'd be cool to maybe start off and chat a lot about, uh, have you got any favourite games, Jess? I think there's one that we've both been playing quite a lot of recently. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, um, I'm obsessed. I think it's been a lockdown saviour for a lot of people but I've been playing quite a lot of my friends so it's kind of like going on coffee and museum dates but doing it virtually rather than in person which <laughs> hopefully we'll be able to get back to at some point but we'll take it while it's the only option we have. Yeah definitely it's been such a I like kind of casually came into this chat like I forgot that animal, they mentioned Animal Crossing when we were talking games and it's literally dominated our ch- chats and my life outside of work for the last couple of months <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone that I've um like been living with understands that it's like it's kind of like you do your eating sleeping everything else in the day and it's also animal crossing time that's an essential daily like routine which needs to happen that is so true um you also I believe had purchased a new uh switch in the season is that right yeah the the difficulties of getting a switch in lockdown <laughs> that it was it was a special was it a special edition one yeah so it's an animal crossing one so it's just it's just pretty oh. you're gonna have to in life like work hard for the pretty things instead of normal ones so. yeah <laughs> definitely worth it i think i've seen a picture of it it's like teal and white or just off white yeah it's and it's got the little characters on the box and then it's blue and teal I guess the controllers oh yeah. I can't believe I haven't asked you this yet but what have you named your island it's called summer isle um which was off you know the wicker man oh yeah <laughs> the island off there but I thought it's like cute but also I can do 
a little bit of, I don't know, Stonehenge vibes going on. Yes, very good. I didn't even come, I didn't even give it too much thought as initial. I didn't realise that your island would be final, you know, as I've embraced the Animal Crossing life. I have, uh, I've grown fond of my name, so I'm actually called Peachy Island. But really, it was just because I was engrossed with the peaches. They were so like big and ripe and so colourful. I was just like, yeah, peachy island. Wow. I'm so jealous of you having peaches. I got pears, which I think is like the worst fruit, I think. it's No offence to pears. I like them in real life. But they're just so ugly compared to cherries in Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, cherries. Do you know, I don't think I'm, I must not be as far on as I think I am because uh, I have a house now. But I have yet to find other types of fruit. Have you got other types of fruit or is it just the one type of fruit? I've got everything but cherries, I think. But I can, I can give you some fruit. We can put a little fruit care package together. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I need to figure out how to give you stuff back. There must be a way that I can... I've still got a lot of learning to do. Yeah, I've been one of my friends is she's ill at the moment, but I've been sending her messages. You can send people like letters in Animal Crossing, you can put gifts in there. So we've just been doing really dumb stuff like she reacts cats. I was like, here's a cat scratching post for your <laughs> islanders. I hope you feel better soon. It's just really cute that you can open it up. So it's kind of like having pen pals, which I think you know, it's a bit more exciting than like when you can face a message it's so instant it's quite nice having a little message waiting for you and you open it up I think yeah I love actually getting a little post box thing um it's 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 not do you know now I'm thinking about it I'm going to go in tonight and try and figure out how to send a, a note <laughs> it's for me I know we're kind of it's, we've, it's opened up a whole new world for me just because I used to play Nintendo. I loved, I was obsessed with like Mario and Tetris and stuff when I was younger. And of course I had the Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy, and then the Game Boy Advance. And um, so it's been really cool to get back into gaming uh, in this last few months and, and pick up Animal Crossing. It's just like such a treat. But I was, uh, I was just, thinking about gaming as a whole like I guess my other half Matt as well he loves board games and he um he got me into playing like carcass oh my gosh I'm gonna say it wrong aren't I yeah carcass on I think is right yeah that's right the little tiles yeah I actually really enjoyed it like it's this game where it's little tiles and you have to you have these little steeples or people and you can build uh, and dominate I guess a city across a map. I think we've somebody you can play it online I can't remember what the website is but there's an online version and so you can play with other people but I forgot what the rules were so I didn't do very well but uh, it's fine. I remember that if you make cities you get points but I forgot all the other things so I was just very good at cities but I didn't get any points any other ways. <laughs> yeah um I won the first game, which was a minute ago, because Matt was explaining to me the rules as I was going. And then, yeah, I think he won the second one. But there's different levels you can play. 
yeah definitely it's really good it's really pretty seeing all the map come up like together as well which is very satisfying yeah I agree um and the colors I tend to always go for like the red I don't know why um and I was just gonna say oh my days so I'm gonna have to edit this bit but I feel like did I jump off of Animal Crossing a bit too soon because it was such there's so much you could talk about in there it's fine because the thing if people don't want to like we can move on to like board games and other Animal Crossing and other stuff that's fine <laughs> sorry that might be too much Animal Crossing otherwise <laughs> very true very true um I guess my my question is just a little bit to yourself what um we talk and share and uh let me start again I guess my question is about um your passion for gaming and I wondered if you can share a little bit about your journey with gaming and how you um yeah what kind of games you like I guess I, I started when I was quite young because I'm an only child so it's quite a good way to before iPads it was quite a good way to keep me entertained um my mum got me a Nintendo 64 when I was quite young and I had Pokemon on the Game Boys it was mainly just Pokemon games for quite a long time but I also had GoldenEye and a few other games and then had a PlayStation and an Xbox and so I think I've played more of those I guess console games which are like a bit different but I think that maybe some people it's quite new I think there's sort of a difference when you're growing up with boys and girls that boys tend to hang out on video games more socially with their friends than girls sometimes do yeah um I think maybe that's where a divide comes I think maybe some girls stop playing them or think that they're not very good at them which I don't think is true I think it is just something which takes a while to and also it doesn't really matter if you're how good you are at something because you know everything's just practice as long as you're having fun then it doesn't really matter at all anyway so yeah I think it's a really fun thing to get into and I just enjoy being able to immerse yourself in different worlds and I think there's a lot more games now which are narratively really interesting which are kind of like reading a book or watching a tv show or watching a film I think there's more games now which are actually like narratively very good one of the games that I'd definitely recommend to anybody who thinks they're not very good at video games but wants to is interested in them is a game called Life is Strange which is um it's a different episodes and you basically play a girl going through college um, and it's got loads of interesting themes about mental health and um, different types of abuse and stuff and it's just really in-depth and absorbing the soundtrack's amazing I couldn't recommend it enough basically but I think with that game it kind of shows that actually it isn't all just sort of going around shooting different people and getting like high schools or whatever. I think that it can be a really immersive experience, which um, I think people should have access to and should feel like they can do and shouldn't think that it's only for people who call themselves gamers. It's like people don't necessarily call themselves readers. So 
or like if you watch a film you're not called like a filmer <laughs> I think like anybody can should be able to play video games and should be able to pick them up even if you haven't played them in a while that's so true and there's there's like you said there's so many variety um of choice in terms of games I wonder just uh, quickly going back to the game you just mentioned and wondering which platform that would be paid on is it like a PlayStation game or is it a board I, game so I think you it's a I think you can get it on like on your computer you can get it on like PlayStation or Xbox I think probably on Switch um I think my cousin actually played it on her iPad so <laughs> I think you can play it on lots of different methods I think if you've got a computer you can always go and check I think it's called will 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 I run this or something and you can just go and check online and see if your computer has the right like specs for it but I that's worth doing before you buy anything online but I think sometimes you'll be surprised at what your computer can run. See, that's amazing and that's something I've just recently discovered with uh, in ch chats with Matt over the last few days about um, cross-platform sharing and how uh, certain games that are big well-known games that have been around for a while that have been revised and things are now being well maybe this has always been 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 going on for a while but you can access them via different platforms, whether it's the Xbox or the PlayStation, which cross-sharing platform seems to be the new one of the, would you say it's the new biggest thing? I don't know if I'm qualified to say that. I'm not sure, to be honest. But it's, yeah, it's definitely I, new to, to when I last picked up games, I'd say. Yeah, I think one of the things is that a lot of games are being released on computers at the moment and then they're then released onto Xbox and PlayStation and I think that unless it's exclusive to one say PlayStation or Xbox then it's hard because it's, if it's on the computer then that gives people an affordable option they don't have to buy a specific console to go and get the game yeah even though it might run better on the console maybe I think it just depends yeah, and I think it's just really cool that there's so many options for gaming as well. And maybe people listen won't be as, you know, like myself, just found out or um, how more how much more advanced the world of gaming is now and the options. Like I watched a film; yeah. it wasn't even a film; it was a game, and I still think of it <laughs> as a film. <laughs> and the characters that I, I just watched Matt play it, but the characters, it was story; it was very much a movie. And uh, it, it blows my mind away the creativity and the imagination. Yeah, and I think one of the things which is with that, going back to the game I mentioned, Life is Strange, is that it's very much a, it's a story and it's like watching a film, but you have choices which actually impact the ending of the game. So my, my gameplay and your gameplay can be completely different in terms of the choices that we make. You might actually save a character who, who might not be, he might then be, if I save the character, they might be throughout the next like four hours of the game, I'll have them as part of my story, but then you won't. And there's different ways that affects. And I think that's just really having like multi-branching stories it's just a fascinating idea and I know that there have been some sort of interactive TV shows and stuff on Netflix I think but I think this is how there was a video game is a lot more immersive I think in that. I wonder if in this um, 
kind of strange couple of months if there's been a an influx. It'd be interesting to see of people picking up maybe games. I've I've heard lots of people in terms of quizzes and maybe um, like online games. I guess your traditional family games um, have become a bit more popular. Um, have you had many experiences with any kind of joint game kind of clubs or uh, hangouts and things like that? I think so at work we have a board game we had a board game club which we did at lunch times anyway and now that's kind of gone digital so you can drop in them play online which I can't remember the website but one person any one person uses a subscription and everyone else can play oh. um, it'd be helpful if I remembered what it was called but I think there's a few things like that and then also with my friendship group one of the people has a game called Jackbox which I think you can get on I think it's on Xbox and PlayStation and your computer. But um, he shares his screen. So you'll play on, you'll see what he's got on his screen. And then you can all join on your phone. It doesn't actually matter where you are in the country. And any one person needs it. So I have experienced Jackbox and it's just the best. It's so much fun. The best thing ever. <laughs> it's like being part of your own game show. It's brilliant. It really is. I love it. So much fun. And um we actually got, it was a pack, so it was a kind of deal that you could download. Um, I think it was so competitive though, I loved, I loved, I f can I say this again? I love the quizzes. <laughs> I love those quiz games and the triple pursuit. There's one game which I've forgotten what it's called on there. I think it's in the latest Jackbox and it's, it's just kind of like a Buzzfeed quiz that has like, say five different categories. So it's like, oh, say there's five of you playing, they'll give you five Disney princesses and you each have to decide which Disney press is most like each person. Yeah. So afterwards, and it tells you like what everyone thinks. And then I think I got Ariel and was just like so over the moon. I haven't let it go since. Just like <laughs> privately just been like, yes, thank you all. <laughs> but it's just interesting to see what different people think of you, but also it can be quite fun and a bit bantery as well with <laughs> some people. Yeah. I mean, especially when we're trying to be creative and how we hang out and things, these kind of uh, means are just priceless. They're awesome to be yeah. able to play with other people as well. Um, We've been doing a lot of quizzes, but obviously with Jackbox, there's a lot less organisation involved, which I think is good. Have you played a house party at all? No, I haven't. I've heard about it. I think it's quite similar to Jackbox, I think. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like it's an app that that you have on your phone and that you can all log in and have like a house party and you can see each other pretty much like we can see each other right now on like or if you were on facebook messenger that kind of thing and the coolest game <laughs> i'm being biased here because i love pictionary and i hadn't played it in so long <laughs> but you can play like pictionary they might have their own name for it and you can draw and everyone sees, like so one person draws and the other person, people guess. Uh, I love it, it's so good. And they've got, they've got one that's kind of similar to, you know, like Cards of Humanity or Storyteller or that kind of guess the mean type games. And it's something like chips and avocado or something like that. <laughs> um, so there's quite a few games on there that you can rotate and have a go at. I think it's just really nice for you to connect with people. 
Yeah, that's so good. I've been trying to get more people involved, but like that has been a challenge <laughs> for me. But that's perhaps so. I guess my my circle as such and my experience from maybe just at different places people are busy. Um, I was just wondering, what would you advise someone who maybe wants to get into gaming a lot? Maybe where to find gaming groups? Would you have any advice on that? I'm not sure necessarily where to find groups. I think the, the, the thing that I do is I have Steam, which is um, I play most of my games on my computer. And then you can add friends on there so you can see what they're playing. And I think that often you'll be surprised about how many different people you know actually do play them, but don't necessarily, you don't necessarily know about it. Yep, yep. It makes sense. Uh, I haven't actually downloaded that yet, but I think I've heard of it. So it's really even useful to think where to look. You don't always... Yeah, I think on. that's probably one of the best ones to start with as well, because if you've got a computer, then you're not having to spend more money to actually go and like buy a PlayStation or buy an Xbox or anything. Yeah. Can you hear any background noise? Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think if you're not having to go and buy a console, then it's sort of, it's a lot easier. Sorry. <laughs> Let me go upstairs. I'm just going to go upstairs, Leah. Yeah. No worries. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's actually a really fun conversation, like, um, I've just kind of jumped into it, but as I was jumping into it, I was thinking, oh, maybe I could have put a structure of, like, board games and they could have, <laughs> my creativity. It's fine, it's fun to jump between. Go in here, be quiet in here. <laughs> my mum came back for a walk and was making a cup of tea for everybody. Oh, <laughs> like, that's cute, but not now. <laughs> Amazing. Um, where was I? I was talking about, yeah, so people want to get into video games, I would definitely recommend looking on Steam because the video games generally, there are sales on quite frequently, so they're a lot cheaper, so you can get games like 75% off their actual price. Yeah. Which is like really good. And then also PlayStation and Xbox, obviously it's expensive to get a console and the games are a lot more expensive because they don't have that competition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good place to start. I, I think sorry. <laughs> the other thing with it as well is that for using consoles you have to pay for an online subscription so if you want to play with your friends you have to pay for that but you don't with using something like steam or any other games like that so yeah that'd be my recommendation <laughs> it's really helpful um if anyone wants to drop us an email and get some links or get some pointers to where to find that then please do drop an email uh, the email is leanne or just go hello at frameyourfywcompany.com i'll add that in as a link and i'll redo that <laughs> um i am working on my public speaking remember i mentioned that <laughs> help me. um so i guess I don't know if this is a fair question to ask, but do you have a favourite between 
board games and video games and card games? All the kind of variations. Do you have a favourite? It's really difficult. I think I do really like board games, but there's something about video games where it's different each time or you're going on a story that progresses that is really unique and I don't think it's captured in the same way in board games so saying that I've heard I hadn't heard of them before this year there's a thing called legacy board games and basically what that is I played pandemic legacy and it's a board game that you play maybe multiple times so maybe I think pandemic is like 24 times you can play it but each time it changes so you'll play the game and then thinking this one it is is about a virus spreading throughout the world but if you don't save certain cities then they'll start to fall and stuff but actually when you next play the game then different cities and stuff how you played in the last game will affect what's happening and so there's bits like you having to rip up cards destroy characters and actually throw cards in the bin so it's a lot more you're opening new boxes and there's parcels to open as you play along which is really interesting I think it's a really interesting way for board games to develop but also they are quite expensive but it's definitely worth it if you have a few people or even as a couple if you're dedicated and you will carry on playing it together to have a bit more of a story which you don't always get otherwise. Yeah it keeps it fresh as well so you don't feel like you're playing the same thing over and over I would imagine. Yeah, I think you get connected to your characters and stuff like that. There is a game, and I was just looking to see what it was called. Oh yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Have you heard of Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, so my boyfriend does, he plays a lot. He plays, I think during pandemic, because he's furloughed, he's got like four different sessions going on each week, so it's hard to get hold of him. <laughs> But um, one of those is with a group of friends and we do it online and I think once you know what you're doing it is quite easy. I think some people are nervous to start off because they feel like they don't know the rules they need somebody to be the dungeon master who's like the conductor of the story but I think it is actually you can get pre-made stories which are easy to follow and it's just reading up a bit beforehand so all you really need is you know, there's two books, a player's handbook and a dungeon master's handbook, but once you know the rules, it's really easy, and especially for me, I don't think I've actually read any of the books, but I've just like picked up as you've gone along. <laughs> um, but we used to play that in person, and we do when we can, but we've been using, I think it's called Roll20, so then it's a website where you can do your dice rolls virtually. Oh, that's cool. So it's actually a really nice way if you've got friends who are up for playing, but you maybe live in different areas of the country now. It's a really, really nice way of like keeping together, I think, and just having like an evening every month or so, which you like get together. And it's it's different than normal games. It does have that story element, which can like progresses as you go along, which I think is really, I really enjoy. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this. So it's really cool to get into the world of gaming and explore the new avenues and possibilities there's so much diversity in uh, the kind of games and kind of strategy and creative games that you can play now it's just endless fun and animal crossing has definitely been a treasure for me this year <laughs> animal crossing and 
the Bogo. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Yeah, I think it is Bogo. Bogo. Oh my gosh. Animal Crossing and Bogo. That has been like the coolest find, especially in the last couple of weeks. Just word games and colourful, fun games, I guess, to get into. I think as well, I'm not sure if you found, but anything, when there's just two of you living together, anything competitive is really nice. Just there's something else to do. I think on the Switch, they've got some old, like, I'm not going to say it right, but super, like one of the old Nintendo systems, one of the retro ones. Oh, yeah. And on there's like a Japanese multiplayer version of Tetris, but we got so competitive, so you play against each other. And if you like put a line down, then it goes on to somebody else's. And there's like also some some really, really simple games. Like some of them it's just about pressing a button at the right time to go and see you can press it quicker, which is like really, really simple, but it gets so competitive because I know I'm a quite a competitive person, I guess. Me too. I think the entrepreneurial in me is competitive, especially when it comes to things like these kind of games or Scrabble and yeah, Monopoly. <laughs> I love it. I think I'm the worst person to play Scrabble with. It's probably why Boggle's quite good because it's got like a time limit, but Scrabble I'll just spend like forever like just looking at the words and trying to make something better. Yeah, I am. That is my strategy, in fact. <laughs> I tend to look at what I've got and then just give everything a go to see if it works. <laughs> Especially if I'm playing my computer, the app game, so I can just have a go and it'll be like invalid words. I'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> what about it? What about AF? What about this? Just try. Remember there being so many arguments in the house about like, oh, you can only use a Scrabble dictionary, you can't use a normal dictionary, so you can get away with a lot more words in a normal dictionary than you can the Scrabble one. Basically, we got to the point that you had to actually say what the definition of the word was, because otherwise you're kind of in with the chance. <laughs> that is another level, but I completely understand, because in work, uh, we, we actually come from the same organization and we work together but the team that I'm in so we used to go and have uh, lunchtime catch-ups and play Scrabble occasionally and yeah it was a case of I'd never played with absolutely love my colleagues who I've now got on to better things but um, I they I really did feel challenged to play the game fully properly I realized I probably had tried to kind of win over <laughs> my suggestions in previous games that just did not work in this current game. <laughs> rightly so, rightly so. So I often came last, but um, it was fun nevertheless. <laughs> I think that's always the hard thing when you're playing ball games with people you don't know very well. So in the ball game club, this, I joined as soon as I started working where we work. And um, it was really hard because sometimes you're being really competitive. So it's cut well... You have to be competitive to win. The aim of the game is to like, I think that's one way I basically need to like stay alive the longest. Yeah. And it's all about either defending or attacking other people. And it's like, well, I'm really sorry about this, but also like, this is also the game, but yeah, I still feel really bad about it. And it's like, is this a good way to make friends or not actually when you think about it a bit more? <laughs> um, it's definitely been a growth spark in my gaming and ability to play Scrabble, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I'm just waffling, sorry. I'll let you cut that bit. I was 
was going to say this time of the day is always going to be a challenge. I don't know about you, but I find that to go. I don't mean to. <laughs> I think all my coffee goes at the beginning of the day. Um, although this day, to be honest, I've been yawning since I spoke to you this morning. I'm <laughs> like, just yeah, it's the start of the week. That's always the case. Getting me on after Bye. By Wednesday, we should be fine. I should be. <laughs> Um, I'll be saying that by Friday, by Monday I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> by Saturday. Uh, I know, I hope so, because I'm going for my meal on Sunday. <laughs> um, I, I wonder if well, we're both working in the field of books and publishing, what perhaps your favourite books are, if you've got any favourite books you're reading at the moment. I know some, I'm really jealous of some of my friends who've been able to read some amazing books in the last few months and I'm playing catch up. But uh, what about you? How have you been finding it with regards to reading and books and any new books that you've Yeah, so I definitely haven't been reading as much as I probably should have considering. Um, I guess the, the proper fiction book I've been I was going to say trying to make my way through, but I am actually enjoying it. I think this is definitely my fault more than the book. But it's um, Norwegian Wood by Murakami. Um, and I really like his other books. I've read a lot of them. Um, I think my first one was Kafka on the Shore, which I thought was, I think was probably one of my favourite books at the moment. Um, so I'm trying to get through Norwegian Wood but I am really enjoying it. It's like a it's a romance set in Japan. It's a Japanese author and I think they're both at university and it's got some mental health stuff in it and it's just really it's got a really nice writing style and it's very kind of slow and almost fantasy, like real life fantasy. I think Norwegian Wood hasn't got any fantasy elements in but it's other books do and you've kind of it still feels like it's got that vibe in this one. That's amazing. Um, do you find that when you get into a book that you just read through the whole book or does it take you a few kind of goals, a few weeks or a few months even? To kind I of think I it? have pockets of reading. I think that one week I'll be really good and then I'll have like a month off and then I'll be really good again and then I'll have another month off. And I'm the kind of person who doesn't necessarily read. I try to read often and if I... If I'm commuting to work then I'll take a book with me and that sort of gets you into good reading habits and if I'm in holiday then I just devour books but in a day-to-day -day, I find it quite hard. The one book I've been reading at the moment which I think a lot of people read a few years ago so I'm sort of behind the curve is the This Is Going To Hurt book which oh. is by the doctor um, and it's his like diary account of being working in the NHS. That sounds interesting. I love asking people this question because I discovered all these gems. It's really, really, it's really good. And it's really good for me when I'm like a bitty reader. Like I'll read a bit, like while I'm waiting for my bath to run, I'll read a little bit before bed. And like it's done in such small sections, which is a really funny but also sad book. The, you might have, say, the chapter sections, you can sort of read say even just a paragraph and be like okay that's enough for tonight but then I feel like at least I've done some reading yes if it's only a couple of pages or whatever I think uh, James Clear is one of the leaders and he talked about habits and he's written a book called habits I think it was and he talked about yeah reading 
like a page a day or a chapter a day or whatever you can manage just that one page and then building up that habit over the course of the month which is a really good concept and I'm sure it does work (laughs) it does work and I need to I'd like to pick it up again Um, I think it's giving yourself enough time at the end of the day as well I'm really bad for staying up too late and being on my phone or computer or watching the telly and then you still have enough time to go and sit and read and I know it's so much better for you if you leave that time to actually read instead I know I have literally know that feeling I did this and I, I look at my phone and I'm going you should read Leanne but I'm too tired I just want to scroll but you should read and then before I know it I'm sleeping so I'm like mm-hmm. and I think back and I think, is there anything that I've scrolled through that's actually worthwhile or that I actually even remember? And more often the case is that I don't. But actually, if I read, if you ask me what I read yesterday, I'd be able to tell you. So yeah. <laughs> what did you read yesterday? <laughs> I read this is going to hurt bit. I can't. I put you on the spot. It is totally <laughs> Yeah. I think, in my defence, I think it was some of the stuff because he's a gynaecologist, so some of the stuff might not be worth repeating, and that's why I don't remember. <laughs> right, that makes complete sense. <laughs> there were some good stuff. It's probably TMI, I think, <laughs> but I would are, definitely recommend it. Are you? Uh, do you prefer a print book in your hand or a ebook, Kindle, or both? I think I definitely I do have a Kindle and. I did I think it was really useful at university because you've got more free books on there and you can search keywords you can highlight and I love the fact you can be like I love this passage and highlight it but then also sometimes I get annoyed because other people have like highlighted a passage and like and it comes up and it's like well you should pay interest into this line it's like I don't want to (laughs) (laughs) don't make me decide what I like let me decide what I like for myself rather than yeah showing me what I should be drawing attention to but yeah definitely for a hardback book that I'm I'm definitely every <laughs> my boyfriend had a go at me recently because I'm definitely one of those people who like treats books badly I fold down the corners I like get them wet I'm yeah <laughs> it's functional I would say it's a yeah. functional I love a battered book that, like, I don't know, it shows that it's it's been loved over time, I think. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of keeping my books in really good condition, but reality is I'm often known as a bag lady who has a book <laughs> in her bag, a notebook, and it's just, and sometimes yeah. the most randomest thing. <laughs> like, they just get so scrumpled in bags. Like, I don't know why. It just, like, you put them in and they must, like, chew them up while you're walking. You come out and it's like what is this gremlin in my bag that's destroying my books I literally have the conversation in my head about being super careful if I put a book into a bag and it's a new book I'm like conscious that I don't move or bash the bag too much like let's keep it protected and then it lasts for about a couple of weeks and I start to see it start to fold and bend and I'm just like oh there it goes <laughs> It's harder with hardbacks as well, I think. I've got the new Handmaid's Tale sequel that I still haven't read yet. Like, I got it on release and I still haven't read it just because I read on the go normally or I'll read on my lunch breaks. And it's just, 
I know as soon as you put a book in with a dust cover, it's going to get ruined. You have to read them at home, but it's, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's different having the commute be at home and less kind of opportunity to maybe distract yourselves with that book, uh, forcing that time to sit down and say, this is the time when I'm going to read. Um, but yeah, exciting to be able to explore and hear about new books and uh, talk about the world of gaming, which I am loving and becoming really engrossed in. So thank you so much, Jess, for taking the time to come and chat to us today and just have a, have a, have a chit-chat. It's been lovely to be here, lovely to go and chat about everything. It's nice to talk about games as well with somebody yeah. who's like a boy as well, because that just happens to be the circle that of friends that I play games with, which is, no, it's sad. <laughs> well, I'm excited for a newfound friendship on chatting games. <laughs> but, um, exchanging fruits. <laughs> exchanging fruits and hopefully one day I can travel to visit your island. <laughs> if you haven't already immersed yourself in Animal Crossing and you have a Switch or access to a Switch, then I highly recommend you do. It is Super fun. That's my favourite game. Do you have a favourite game to close off the podcast that you would encourage or recommend to anyone out of all the games? I'm going to say Life is Strange and I haven't explained it very well. So I would go ahead and watch the trailer. And I think it's the, one of the first video games that actually quite a lot of my friends who are girls do play. Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely a good entry level game if you do want like a story video game it's quite reasonably priced I think you can get the first episode for free normally so you haven't got anything to lose. Thank you so much for the recommendation Jess and for all your wisdom and insight and chit chat. (laughs) I really appreciate it. Well, that's it for another episode of Frame Your World. I hope you enjoyed today's chat. I know I did. It was so much fun. Please do like, subscribe. If you would like to find out more about Patreon and how you can get early access to the podcast and the bonus episodes, plus freebies from Frame Your World Company and more, make sure you jump over to Patreon and type in Leanne MacDuff. Uh, The link is in the show notes, but otherwise uh, have a look, search and see how you might want to get involved and get lots more content for behind the scenes. Thanks again. I hope you have a great week and I will see you in the next episode.